0: Hi, I'm Lynn, narcissistic abuse recovery coach, author, and personal survivor of narcissistic abuse. At Moving Forward with Hope, we provide guidance to assist to validate your experiences in dealing with a narcissist, help to rebuild after the treacherous path, and move forward into your next journey. Validate. Rebuild. Rebuild revolutionized I've been personally exposed to narcissists in my family upbringing as well as relationally the fog was lifted for me in 2016 and since that time have made it a mission of mine to help others recover from the devastating and confusing life hurdles that occur hi I'm Lynn I'm so glad to be back today we are gonna dive into the topic of being the family scapegoat it's a deep topic It's a topic that isn't addressed often enough, in my opinion, so I wanted to dive into it head on. Let's go. Let's do this. But before we do it, we are going to do some housekeeping things. So for one, if you like our podcast, perhaps you've been a long time listener of the show. We gratefully appreciate you. By the way, we've just reached 64,000 downloads on this podcast. I'm so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you to every one of you, all of the listeners of this podcast, thank you. So if you have benefited from the information that we share for free on this podcast, I'm gonna ask you to do a couple things. One is I'm gonna ask you to go to our website. We have a support link on there and so if you like our podcast i'm going to ask that you show support to us whether it be a positive review on one of the outlets that you listen to whether it's uh, spotify or the various podcast platforms that are out there, we would welcome a positive review. If you also wanted to support us financially, that is also great too. We have a Buy Me A Coffee set up. We are also on Patreon. I have a page set up where you can support us, even by liking our Facebook posts, for instance, or our Facebook page, or subscribing to our YouTube video, you get it. So I'm asking you to do that from the bottom of my heart, and I am very grateful in advance. If you've not been to our website yet, it is movingforwardafterabuse.com. We have 70 plus articles that are written on our website as well. Feel free to browse around and read a lot of the articles that maybe you have missed. We also have a email list. So if you wanna sign up so you can receive in your inbox the most recent articles as they are published, then that would be wonderful as well. And lastly, If you want to schedule one-on-one time with me, I would welcome that as well. I have a calendar set up on my website as well. There's a page under chat with me. The link of this will be in the description below, but let's get to it. Let's talk about being the family scapegoat. Now, perhaps you grew up in a narcissistic family and you identify with the role of being the family scapegoat. Maybe you didn't even believe that you were the the family scapegoat until later on in life. such as myself I did not realize it until I was well over 40 so maybe that is you here today in addition as you may know there are multiple roles in a narcissistic family for instance there is the golden child and there is the narcissistic parent or parents there is also an enabler and sometimes there is even the lost child but today we are gonna dive into the struggles of being the family scapegoat we are gonna address some of the wounded. Now we have spoke on this topic before, as I mentioned, and if you haven't heard the episode, it's called the strained relationship, where we talk about the interaction or lack of between the scapegoat and the golden child, which continues even into adulthood. It's an interesting read, it's an interesting podcast episode, and it's an interesting video to have all three. And it has been one of the more popular episodes on this channel. Listen to it when you have some time. But I was the family scapegoat, as you can probably imagine. Yes, absolutely. But I have gone no contact a long while ago. I have rebuilt my life. I actually left the USA and I moved to Mexico. I share my experiences, the inner turmoil that the scapegoat can suffer from, even into adulthood. I also married somebody who I believe had narcissistic tendencies, who I share a lot on this channel about a relationship with a narcissist, how to get out, and all of that, right? So it's twofold, really. Scapegoat and then being involved in a relationship as an adult. What a mess. But it's excellent to escape, to get out, to go no contact, to set yourself free start over and put yourself in an environment, right? That you can find support and love going forward. But let's get into this further. The recovery process of understanding what happened, right, through the cognitive dissonance, it can absolutely be lengthy, right? But go easy on yourself because it is not a race, right? One day at a time, one foot in front of the other, when you are ready, right? There is no rush. Healing takes time. And one day at a time is just fine with me, right? So no medal is awarded once we continue the, re- the healing and the recovery journey. However, there absolutely should be a medal. So it was a lot. And the emotional weight of the mess that we have been through can absolutely be heavy at times, especially while sorting things out, and especially as we are discovering new tactics and new areas of manipulation and deceit that were used against us, that were orchestrated against us, I shall say. It is absolutely maddening, but in a helpful way, you can see from a big picture what was happening. And once you see the tactics, And you see their game. To me, that it brings clarity on the situation. And you see it, you see their game, you know it. You almost know it in advance. And then you can make the best decisions that are right for you. A lot of people do not understand what the scapegoat has gone through, nor can they relate. So that's why we're gonna talk about it today. Growing up in a family is meant to provide love, support, and a sense of belonging. However, for those who are unfortunate enough to be raised in a narcissistic family, the experience can be far from perfect. Within these families is that role of being a scapegoat. Now, the scapegoat is also known as the black sheep of the family, and these terms can be used interchangeably. I have also heard as the role being referred to as the family trash can but I have a hard time referring to myself as such, and I do not even like to promote the term. It's such a harsh term. I digress. So within narcissistic families, there are roles. Yes, kind of like actors as discussed in the benefits of being the family scapegoat. And the role of the scapegoat, sadly, is to serve as the outlet for the family's frustrations, insecurities, and dysfunctions. They're often unjustly blamed for the family problems, regardless of their actual involvement. The scapegoat is singled out, constantly criticized, and made to feel inferior. They are burdened with the responsibility of carrying the family shame and dysfunction. And if this does not take a heavy toll on someone, the scapegoat, I don't know what will. And what's worse is that it shouldn't be this way. The scapegoat carries the load. It's always their fault and they are the ones to blame. It's utterly ridiculous and it's a terrible burden to carry. So is it the scapegoat's fault? Absolutely not. The scapegoat is not meant to carry this heavy emotional toll. So if you are the scapegoat and you're listening here today, it wasn't your fault. You were the one carrying the emotional family baggage, and it was not meant for you to carry. Being raised as the scapegoat in a narcissistic family takes a significant toll on your emotional well-being. Being faced with constant criticism and blame can result in low self-esteem, feelings of worthlessness, and an internalized sense of guilt. The scapegoat often internalizes this belief that they are inherently flawed or responsible for the family problems, which can manifest as anxiety, depression, and a sense of alienation. And this is done by family, friends, family the ones who are meant to love and support and protect you. That's why this is so insidious. The very ones, the very people that are meant to love you are the ones causing you the most harm. They might be your first bully. One of the most damaging and awful aspects of being a scapegoat in a narcissistic family is the isolation it creates. Now, I have a lot to say about isolation. We're going to talk about that in another episode. But scapegoats are often excluded and ostracized from family gatherings or ostracized entirely from events, from celebrations. When the scapegoat is excluded, it further compounds the thought that they are different. They're unworthy that they can't be loved and accepted for who they are. So they struggle forming healthy relationships, even as they become an adult and they experience difficulties trusting other people. Is this you? Can you relate? If you were the family scapegoat, you may also have started to internalize the beliefs that others have wanted you to believe that you were inherently bad. And so internalizing this is one of the biggest hurdles to overcome. You are not inherently flawed. There is not something wrong with you. There's no reason why you should be excluded. And understanding this is part of the healing process. You see, they want you to believe all the garbage that they say about you, they want you to internalize it. They want you to think that you're less than and not worthy. Why? Because it elevates them. They feel superior. They feel like they are in charge. So if you've grown up as the scapegoat, you may start to internalize this. You may start to feel like you are actually bad and that you have done something wrong. You may have a nagging guilt feeling that you cannot shake and that you feel like you just keep doing wrong and bad things all the time and that you deserve to be punished. You may even start to sabotage yourself and you know what your narcissistic family will support that. They don't want you to feel good about yourself. They would love it if you did sabotage yourself. When you believe, inherently from what they are teaching you that you are bad etc when you start to act on it and believe in this role it soothes them and it placates the family dysfunction so it can continue undetected so in the healing process this is one thing that we start to tackle is identifying when you are sabotaging yourself right is it the thoughts you think the words you speak It's finding and identifying it, finding where the root came from, and then choosing to believe the truth about yourself. This absolutely takes time because these habits have been going on for a long, long time. So it takes time to overcome this and do a 180. And it's even more difficult if you're still in contact with those who wish to take advantage of you, which is why no contact is the way to go. Cutting somebody out of your life is not an easy task especially when that person is family because go listen to ostracized how your narcissistic's family love turns into hate that is a deep 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 article it talks more about the triangulation it talks about family control it talks about how love turns into hate and it's hard to wrap your head around it at first it's an article it's a podcast episode you're going to want to listen to several times because it is absolutely deep So healing is a journey, right? Escaping the clutches of a narcissistic family and healing from those wounds inflicted upon you as the scapegoat is absolutely challenging. Recognizing these toxic dynamics and seeking support and encouragement along the way are crucial in recovery. Meet with somebody who has been there who can support you along the way and who can speak honestly with you about where you're going, where you're headed, and can even point out some behaviors that may need addressing in a loving way. Growing up as the role of scapegoat is absolutely a traumatizing role, right? So in order to get healing and to recover from that role, we must address the trauma. And as we uncover their tactics, we can clearly see what they were trying to do. I often get asked the question of how to recover, how to move forward, how to let go of the past, and where to start as the journey to recovery can appear to be daunting, right? There's so much to learn about narcissism and being in a relationship with a narcissist, family dynamics. It's so much to deconstruct. There's so much information out there and to sort through and discover the truth and to discover our truth in a personal way, right? Of what exactly, exactly happened to us. It's a journey where you learn to actually love yourself. And it might even be for the first time that you start to love yourself and find out what that really means to you. And you start to embrace authenticity. you learn to walk in who you are, your likes, your dislikes, your thoughts, your silenced voice starts to speak out and to share, right? It's crucial for the scapegoat to redefine who they are and to shed those false narratives, the words that were spoken to them over and over and over again, projected onto them by their narcissistic family growing up. It's a journey to learn about self-care, and what it means for you specifically. Maybe you want to start pursuing different passions, different hobbies. Maybe you want to change who you hang around with. You want to find more supportive people, supportive individuals. And maybe you want to start going no contact with others. This is the start of the journey and the start of change, going down a whole different path. You don't have to keep going down the same path that you have been going on. You can change the trajectory of your life. And then what? Then when you've recovered, then what? Huh? Some people want to help others. Kind of like what I'm doing. I'm helping others go through the journey. And I offer support and assistance and encouragement because the road can't be rough. And we all need support on life's journeys from time to time, right? So growing up, in a narcissistic family environment. It's a family role that I would not wish upon anyone, right? Because it can leave deep emotional scars. However, it's time to address it. It's time to get support and encouragement. It's time to start the healing journey. It's time to overcome the drama and the trauma and to reclaim your life moving forward today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. This is Lynn, and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I invite you to also visit our website at movingforwardafterabuse.com. Subscribe to our Wake the Elephant YouTube channel. Sign up to our email list and take advantage of the resources we have on our site to assist you in recovering from a relationship with a narcissist grew up in a dysfunctional narcissistic home and or want to learn more to propel your healing journey to the next level. Drop us a review if you have enjoyed this episode on whichever platform you listen to. Consider supporting our podcast and we will see you in the next episode. Take care for now. This is Lynn signing off.